It's Thursday, September 22nd, 2016. There is no time to waste. Today will take us one step closer to bringing the Paris Agreement into force this year. Enactment of United Nations landmark climate agreement reaches crucial threshold. White House orders federal agencies to account for climate change in national security planning. Good news and bad news in the Arctic. Uh-oh. Plus... If we don't act boldly, the bill that could come due will be mass migrations and cities submerged and nations displaced and food supplies decimated and conflicts born of despair. But other than that... President Obama tells the world to put its money where its mouth is. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Here it is again, another reference to climate change as though it's real and it's destructive. And it's not. It's an absolute hoax. Yes, after 16 straight months of record heat in September of 2016, Rush Limbaugh is still saying that to his suckers and his chumps and his stooges. And this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Rush Limbaugh propaganda and lies aside, a lot of climate change news going on this week. Oh, huge climate change news going on this week. First, the White House on Wednesday released a new presidential memorandum ordering all federal agencies that deal with national security to include the impacts of climate change in all of their plans and policies going forward. Even though it's a hoax? (laughs) Yeah. The release coincided with a new report from the National Intelligence Council, which I identified significant climate change impacts that will challenge U.S. national security at home and abroad, including potentially destabilizing volatile regions over the next 20 years. Total hoax. Meanwhile, it looks like U.N. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon's efforts to get the Paris Agreement enacted before the next U.S. president comes into office may be paying off. On Wednesday, the United Nations announced that 60 nations have formally signed on to the historic Paris Agreement, the international accord to the global threat of climate change. That means the pact has met the first of two hurdles required for it to come into force. But the countries represent just 48 percent of global greenhouse gas emissions, falling just short of the second threshold, requiring 55 percent of emissions to be covered. At a special ceremony at the U.N. in New York, the secretary general pushed the laggards to move quickly to enact the compact before the end of the year. The remarkable support for this agreement reflects the urgency and magnitude of the challenge. There is no time to waste. The remaining 7% of global emissions needed to meet that second threshold could be achieved by the end of the year with the European Union. But that would be record speed for any international diplomatic compact in history. And remarkably, China has signed on to the Paris Agreement, even though, if you hear Donald Trump tell it, They're responsible for the climate change hoax. Go figure. It's important to note that the emissions pledges in the agreement are not yet enough to keep global temperatures within the agreed upon limit of two degrees Celsius above pre-industrial times. With that gap in mind, President Obama, in his last address as president to the United Nations General Assembly, called on wealthy nations to put their money where their mouth is and accelerate funding to help developing nations. Paris Agreement gives us a framework to act, but only if we scale up our ambition. And there must be a sense of urgency about bringing the agreement into force and helping poorer countries leapfrog destructive forms of energy. So for the wealthiest countries, 
We need to invest in research and provide market incentives to develop new technologies and then make these technologies accessible and affordable for poorer countries. You know, all kidding aside, what's so terrifying about this is that even if everyone enacts this Paris Agreement, it's still according to scientists, won't be enough to save us from where we're going. Also at the United Nations meeting, 81 corporations announced they are committing to cutting their emissions by switching to renewable energy in all of their operations. Signing on to the RE100 program during the UN's Climate Week were Bank of America, Apple, Hewlett-Packard, and General Motors, who joined earlier adopters Walmart, Johnson & Johnson, and Procter & Gamble in pledging to switch to 100% renewable electricity by 2020 and going carbon neutral by 2050. Of course, because they're all in on the hoax. All of this momentum comes not a moment too soon. A new study concludes that global wheat production, one of the world's most important food crops, will likely take a hit from climate change. An international team of researchers concludes that a global temperature increase of one degree Celsius would lead to a decrease of up to six percent in wheat yields worldwide, even as world population increases. And yet August 2016 was almost one degree Celsius warmer than it has ever been. And finally, in the Arctic, summer is over, meaning sea ice has reached its lowest extent of the year. The good news is the sea ice loss this year wasn't a record. Hey, good. Uh, But the bad news is it was the second lowest on record. 2012 remains in the top spot. Not as good. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. There's no time left for you.